podcast. The end. <laughs> okay, we're still waiting for Nick's song, but Nick's not here. Nick is on. He's on business in San. I think he's in San Diego right now. Yeah, business. Biz. 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 But has he actually written a song recently, or is that, or is that just wishful thinking? I think he just said, "Fuck it." I don't yeah, care. I think. So. I mean, I don't blame. I him. could be wrong. <laughs> uh, Chris, how was your trip? Oh, dude, it was it was great. It was awesome. Uh, so we just had our uh, annual trip down to the beach, in Cape Cod. It was great weather, with the exception of like one day, um, and just we had a blast. You know, we just sat by the beach and did our thing. Went golfing for a day. Took the kids to a water park. And, you know, we had a lot of fun. It was as many vacations are. They're just too short, you know. And and when you get back, there's all of the problems that you left behind tenfold. You're like, yeah, you know what, what though? I, I, oh, you're right. And thanks for bringing that up. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just feel like that's how it goes. It's like it's so true. No, he's, there's like, a, there's like the Murphy's Murphy's law of like you wanted to be. You're like I've found peace in my life, and I nothing will ever bring me down. And then or like, something breaks. You get back. Hour hour eleven, and you're it, just it, like honestly, there's 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 no better definition of yin yang. Then the moment you submit your out of office reply, compared to the moment you open your email box after coming your your email app after coming back from vacation and getting into work, like clicking that I'm gone deuces fuck off is such a good feeling, but then getting back to 746 emails I had to sift through. See, was, so was it so was it better in the 50s, 60s, and 70s? When you went on vacation, fuck it. You, you didn't call. Calling long distance was expensive. And right. you can only call during certain times, right? And then uh, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have, you know, obviously not have the internet. So was it better back then to go on vacation? Because you actually got away. That's you, true. When you, got, so, when you got back, it's like, well, okay. Cost, of, happened, cost of living was a lot better. Also true. Yeah. So, you know, the the fact that it, that, uh, it was you kind of expected litter. or... You could smoke wherever you wanted. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> you could smack. I, I gotta say, though, people like, around I, I'm a, exactly. I'm a big, I'm a big promote proponent of work life balance. I, I, I value that so much out of my my job, and and just it's one thing I've really, especially in the last few years, last five years, I think I've I've even intensified my 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 focus on making sure my work life balance is the right the right balance, and. My team knows that, and I expect that of them, and they expect that of me. So, you know, I got back, and one of my one of my team members is like, "Hey, we had some shit go down, and everyone wanted to call you." But I was like, "Don't fucking call Skypeck." <laughs> so he's like, and like, and, and sure as shit, well, like, he's, he's on a he's on vacation now too. So I'm, he's I'm drunk and he's, the same he's got like you know a bunch of edibles in him. Yeah. No, but I mean, well, that's, yeah, that's, totally. that's, you know, that's nice that he did that. You know, it's like a yeah, solid. you know. And, and it's 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 an expectation of my team and like it's one of those things where it's like you know there's not and there's no one person that rules it all at work and that's kind of like a good way to go about it like i have you know i have, i i'm really i don't want to get too far into work shit but sure like, sure I, I I'm, I'm super yeah. super proud of my of my, of my team my in my direct team that they've done some really incredible work and, and that we've we're in a place right now where they're, they're just doing really great, really, really great work. I, I trust them inherently with everything. So it's like, I'm good. You know, I'm really good about, 
you know, letting them do their thing and, and they're good about letting me. So, which is, it's a good relationship to have. And I'm just noticing that there's a join the chat option in the bottom right here. Did you guys see that shit? Join the chat. Yeah. You can join the chat right from StreamYard as opposed to having to open up a second window. To yeah. Comments. YouTube. Is that well, I mean, if you're logged in to, to, to StreamYard though, oh, shit. You have to be that's logged amazing. In. Yeah. Hmm. So. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just happy the Apple stock's finally starting to go up. Yeah, it's not bad, man. It's not pissing bad at me all. off. I'll be honest with you. I, yeah, but Matt, I got I got to ask you a question. Just depends on on the eye. Is, is that a gun rack behind you? What is that? No, it's no the painting right over there. It's like oh, it's a painting. That's how good yeah. your painting is. I'm trying to figure That's, out. That one's like, not mine. Like, is it swords? Is it? Oh, no, no, it's they're actually like long. Uh, thin rails. Um, it's not my painting. It's uh, Ed, Ed's painting. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I just happened to. I don't have a means of transporting it into my, my okay. deep storage. I have deep storage, where some some other artwork is, and and I just. Uh, I figured it wasn't a gun rack, but it's it's, it's been driving me. It looks like an old. Thanks, Stacy. I don't even own a gun. Little load many guns, which would necessitate. A gun rack. Thank you. Well, Thank dude, you. well look at this. Thinking. Well, look at this. I did not know. This whole time he could have been chatting. Is, is this is like, there, has this always wait, been oh, there? Yeah. yeah. Is there a Stacy in the, the chat? Fuck yeah. Like that was Here's, never there. You, if you, lo if you're logged into Streamyard, you can do it because I don't think I can. I can. I'm do not this. logged into Streamyard. Oh yeah, and you, that, and you can connect through your. Um, now, there, there's a little button really that was there that was definitely yeah. not there last time we recorded yeah. when, nor when, any when time matt i recorded was, when matt was the producer i i didn't go on the chat because I, I could see the chat but i couldn't participate in the chat that's what i'm saying right i could see it but now i can have the ability to go in there and log in this is a game changer now I can. it is live. my god we just got we just doing a thousand subscribers i might i might want to just produce this so i can put up all of the random things that chris is going to be <laughs> saying you yes. know I, I don't have that change um <laughs> anyway, yeah i it, it, it looked like like a wet you know like the old westerns where the sheriff's office would have the rifles up there against the thing where he could go in there and grab a rifle so he could shoot somebody anyway Jack, what's what's behind your your head there, um, and why is this woman look? Food vlog. I kept thinking, what is the foo log? So okay, <laughs> all right. You know what? It's, speaking of food vlog, I have to say I I have taken uh, was it Nick's suggestion, I believe, and uh, started cool watching uh, the bear. Oh, bear's great. Yeah, Dude, great. so all right, so I got through the first season in about. You know, two days. It's vengeable and yeah. And so, I just started season two. Uh, I love this show, dude. That's a okay, great chef. show. I start. Yeah. I, I start. Started saying it at work, and when, when when you say it, when you say that, or like you know, you know, in a public place, you get the head turns. They're like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking watch that show too. <laughs> but no, it's a. Uh, I, I equate as someone who's worked in the food service industry, like in the, in the, I worked in the kitchen. Um, there's, there's, I, before this, it was waiting. The movie with Ryan Reynolds was probably the most true to life, um, actual, um, representation of what, what it's like to work in a restaurant in the kitchen. Um, this one also is pretty spot on when you're thinking about you know, the inner 
the inner workings of 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 the line of people well, plus cooking. everything right? that everything we slowly get the backstory about what happened yeah in yeah. yeah 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 uh which is which is kind of awesome and i, I couldn't uh, i couldn't be a chef i would i'd be so stressed out and i'd oh, probably yeah. go out there and stab someone if they well, complained about my food <laughs> they also also the way they depict uh high high anxiety like you know yes. the his his own mental you know state of mind is really right yeah. i think there's a lot of aspects of the show that um are just you know uh even my brother who i just would would think oh this isn't something he would be into he loved it he totally connected with that high anxiety high stress like it's so that real, aspect man. of it yeah um it's so and, real um, and the actor does it he was in shameless and he does a he does a fantastic job of uh and, on the show and chris since you watched it recently and and i i kind of mentioned this when i when i had gone through my watch of it at the end of season one there's a moment where the main character is giving a speech and he's talking about how he ran this business because he was trying to fix the things in his brother that he couldn't fix. Right. Mm -hmm. He's trying to fix the things in the store that he can fix. When he said those lines, it was like looking in a mirror because of, of things that I had been through with, right. with running a business. And it, right. it, I, I saw that at a moment where I needed that. I needed that, that other, like, and it took me, it totally just like hit me like a lead pipe over the head. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's what I, it, it seriously, having that person say those words, it made me realize what I had done for like, well, uh, since Ed died in 2013, uh, it, it was, it was definitely a, a wake up. So I haven't yeah. jumped into season two yet. Um, that's, Chad, that's we, we, have, we don't have Hulu right now. We gotta, I gotta wait till my wife gets Hulu again. Sure, sure. Yeah, I get, I get it. I, uh, I just started watching season two, and you know, it's it, it picks up the second season one leaves off, right? So they do a really nice job of, of kind of continuing the story. It, what's interesting is that like the, it's it's it's, it's considered a comedy. Yeah, which I think I is interesting, right? And there uh, are there are some there are some funny moments. Oh, for sure. Like the whole you know cousin the cousin aspect is just fucking mm -hmm. hysterical. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's, we all know it's, somebody like that too. Of course. Oh yeah. It's comedic. It's comedic yeah. to the point in which there always is this really like there's always some type of hurdle or some type of obstacle that gets in their way. Mm -hmm. um, well, so, they, they the obstacle is the cousin. <laughs> In in many ways, yeah. In many ways, it's true. But like, like the the inspector coming around, like the 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 gas going out, the foot, the hand going through the wall, finding out he owes three hundred k, all this stuff. In, in every episode, there's this one thing that just piles on top and piles on top, and pushes the main character um, to the uh, to Carmi to his to his breaking point, and it's. It's really, it's a really interesting show, and, and yeah, for and sure. Mike, Mike, Mike says, Mike. Yeah. Mike says it's a, it's definitely not a comedy. It's a comedy in the sense the Sopranos would throw in a comedy. Yeah, fair. Um, but the, uh, yes, yeah, so, so far I'm super recommending. Like, it, what's interesting is that you see, like, such growth in an eight episode season, right? Like you saw like these seven or eight characters all have like a transformative like experience in over eight episodes and it didn't feel forced which i thought was actually really interesting um 
there's there's a female just for those who haven't seen there's a female character who goes through this transition of like being this hard-edged hard-nosed um chef that does want have anything to do with any incoming talent um to really kind of changing her tune and, and having mm. a different perspective on things um and that's just one of the stories and you have the pastry chef who kind of changes his whole oh, perspective yeah. on life um and everybody grows right the one person that doesn't grow at all ironically is the main character <laughs> like he's well, insane except spot yeah i mean it's well, that moment except for that moment in the last episode where he has that exactly moment. like like exactly i mean I, I don't know it again i can't speak highly enough about that moment and how much right. It, and, right. and again i think the show speaks to a lot of people in a lot of levels I haven't worked in food for a long time, but I, I could see how if you've worked in I, food industry, dude, this I show still have nightmares of being in the weeds. You know, you, you know, you know that nightmare that you saw him have when they turned on the to go orders, and mm -hmm. like he had the nightmares of just the tickets spinning, the tickets spinning, the tickets spinning. Oh, I I still have that nightmare. I would um, wake up. I would when I worked at Taco Bell. I remember waking up and answering the phone. Welcome to Taco Bell. May I take your order, please? Like, like just, yeah. you know, the, the, the noise in your ear, like going off, like that there's another person in the line. Like, yeah. um, I definitely remember that. Well, so, you guys talked about how every time, you know, some, something would come up with this, you know, he, he thinks he's getting ahead and then boom, you know, something would happen. Some inspector would come in. I, I, that used to happen to me all the time. Yeah. I had my business and it would used to drive me. I, I can remember the, the, the fire department came in did an inspection they didn't like the fire extinguishers you know if your right. place cut on fire it, it you piece of fire extinguishers would, wouldn't work i go i just got them i go but i go honestly you think if, I, if, the, if the place cut on fire i'd put it out <laughs> well the, he he even addresses it, it. there's there's dialogue in the show that even addresses that that whole aspect where he says like you know there's always a fire and there's if there's for a split second he sits there and daydreams about the whole place burning down. Mm -hmm. It's no longer going to be a problem, yeah. but he always puts out the fire. I mean, I, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. If it, it had happened, I would have said, "Thank God." I mean, because it was I couldn't yeah. get out of it. But also, they they would every year they would come in and find something different. And one year they came in and, and said, "Oh, these wires need to be." I'll, I go. This is how the this thing has been this way for fifteen fucking years. Mm -hmm. So luckily, I had a friend that did it. You know, did it for me. I said. Why don't you go around, find everything that's wrong, and then I'll fix it. You say okay, and then you don't even have to come back next year. How about that? And they're like looking, <laughs> they're looking at me. And then it, my, I think the the tip, the one that just broke me was the, the, guy, the guy came in from Ways and Means, and he, he goes, he goes, oh, you're I'm here to test your scale. He goes, oh, that balances out. He goes, oh, wait a minute, where's your Where's your thing that shows how much it weighs? I go, well, it's right here on the computer. It goes 20 pounds, it's 20 pounds. It goes, or it breaks it down to it. He goes, no, no, you have to have something that shows it on the scale. I go, since when? And it was like $1,500 for a new scale. I go, so I have to take this scale that works perfectly. You just said it's perfect and get a new one because it's not giving the, it's not showing the customer. I go, the customer can't see the scale anyway. I go, I quit. I, go, I, I give up. I just, it just, it was one thing after another, after another. Yeah, people, if they never own their own business, it should, I always say it should be mandatory. Everyone should have to own their own business for at least a year 
And I mm. guarantee you, people would go into places and they wouldn't be like, hey, you stupid, stupid fuck, you messed up my order. They'd be like, yeah. hey, excuse me, you messed up my order. Right. Yeah. Anyway. Especially with food. I think, like, just even working food at least once in your life to know what that's like. So that. Absolutely. You know, like. Because oh. every time I ha you have a server and, you know, it's like you, you, you have to look around at the room and be like, okay, clearly there, you know, there's, there's moments where it's, where it is frustrating, like, you know, and you just, you know, uh, I think when we were on the road during our vacation, like we were at some hotel and, you know, it's, it's clearly like the service is really slow. And I just told my wife, I was like, let's just get it to go and take it up to the room because we're not going to sit around. Meanwhile, there's two tables, like there's a table behind us of men talking about their urinary tract infection <laughs> loud enough that we can, it was like, great, that's great dinner time talk. Yeah, right hey. here. And then there's another table over there with a guy with a glass. He's doing the, he's doing the like, water, water. Oh, fucking like, dick. You fucking I, I've actually dick gotten shit. in trouble um, with my wife. Uh <laughs> for not putting up with that and i I'll, I'll do it again even 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 though my wife was embarrassed it, it, and i think she realized it, it was it was worth it but i've been in a restaurant settings and we, we've all been in restaurant settings where we hear people like just being rude and disrespectful and when you did that whole like raise your hand and snap in my particular case it was actually they were snapping snapping Ooh. their fingers and like and like and like waiting to come over here and I, I, I stopped chewing my food. I turned to the dude and I was like, you can't do that. Like, don't treat people like they're fucking dogs. Yeah. And my wife got so mad at me. But that dude sat down and just didn't say a fucking word. And he was you gotta with be, you, you, you got to be careful nowadays, though, because people will shoot. You do. Be, but but I'm, I mean, I get what you're saying. But people will shoot you because like they'll go out and get guy, a gun and it's, blow it's you kind away of a metaphor it. because it, 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 it's it's kind of like a metaphor for other types of shit. Like, granted, they, that's not the end of the world. It's it's, it's just rude behavior. It's not yeah. bad behavior. But how many times do we see people out in public treating people just so badly, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be a racially charged conversation or whichever? And I, I, I'm a firm believer that of if you if you have enough time to pick up your phone and record you also have enough time to tell the person to shut the fuck up and don't allow that type of behavior to happen in the first place and like we can't I'm, this is i'm sorry i'm getting on a soapbox here but like you you can't watch somebody be disrespectful to somebody and not step in and be of assistance like that that's just fucked because if know, if, I, if we I, continue I, to not let that happen like it's just it's just people are still continuously will be assholes so I was, I'm a firm I believer in stepping up and saying I rep for 13 years and no one ever came to my aid. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a fucking fucking refs, dude. Refs don't qualify for that shit. <laughs> Fuck refs. I, I, but see, I, I would I would always, you know, I would I actually threw a couple people out. Of, I go, you can leave. They go, what? I go, yeah. you can leave. I go, I, I told you to be quiet. You won't. You can't shut your mouth. You can leave because I'm not leaving. I'm, I go. So I go to the scorekeeper. I go. Hey, we use the walkie-talkie. Can you call the police and have this guy escorted out? He goes, "You're really gonna fucking do that?" I go, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am." I, or I put, I take my whistle and I put it over, I put it over the net or the glass and go, "You make the calls. You make yeah. the calls." Because clearly, you know what you're talking about. 
Yeah. I miss those days. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm known for some someone who doesn't take that shit lightly, um, even in my, my place of, of where, where I work. I don't allow that type of behavior to happen um, to my employees or anything. It would be um, it's just unacceptable. So there's there's a level of respect that you have to bring. Um, I told you when you know Cindy would be collecting for the hockey. When you're collecting for hockey, some of these guys just think they don't have to pay and they'd be dicks and stuff like that. I she would get mad at me almost every time because I still remember Russ and Dell sitting there not saying anything. This guy's like going, "Oh, I go, I go." He, I, I went out there. I go, "Just sign the fucking paper." He goes, "Who are you?" I go, "I'm the one that's gonna kick your ass. You don't stop yelling at her." And she goes, and she put me. <laughs> she goes, you're, you're, she goes, you can't do that. Yeah. But you're, you're under, you're undermining my uh, authority. And then, funny later on, I became friends with this guy. I mean, you know, I just like, you know, I'm the one who's gonna kick the shit out of you if you keep this up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was serious. I was like, what the? And fuck? that person then, was Nick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. But she would she would get mad at me when I would do that, and then I'm uh, you know if, but then I was picking shoes. If I didn't do it, she'd be like, "You let him talk to me that way." I go, "You damned if you do, damned if you don't." I, I go, yeah. I go, what, what? Anyway, but yeah, I, I didn't like when people would. Uh... Sherry says my brother worked at a high end steakhouse when he was in school. He said, I won't tell you how many times they would drop it on the floor and just pick it up and throw it right back on the grill without rinsing it off. You're fucking damn right that happens. If you're an asshole, if you are an take this, whoever's listening, whoever gives a fuck, if you're well, an probably, asshole it, it probably fits in a restaurant. People in the chat are an asshole. <laughs> if, you, if you're an asshole to, to your server or anybody in the, at a restaurant, your food is getting fucked with. Like, that's 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 it's happening like don't be a dick mm. to the people who handle your food or your drinks or they're it's going to get fucked with um <laughs> i'm not saying i did that in my past i'm also not saying i didn't do that in my past i'm we just, just don't know yeah we just you're like short, short oh we, we fucking know yeah and Miami Mike says that asshole probably ordered a pork chop at a steakhouse. So it's still the best. It was recommend. Okay, hold on a second. You just gave the soapbox speech how you're supposed to respect yeah. your server, yeah. right? The server recommended it. So now the whole time you're bashing me, you're really been bashing the server. So you don't stand Fair. behind what you say. Well, probably, not all servers. Servers aren't gods. because they're trying to get rid of all the just pork chops. They got space in the freezer. I, uh, you could cut those things with, with a butter knife. Like, wow. I, I oh, so, so at, at the end of um, at the end of the first season, uh, so going back to the bear real quick. So at the end of the first season, talking about the food service, you know, there's there's a scene at the end in which they have their family. They call it the family, which is like the family meal. Yes. Um, and I found someone who had reposted the actual recipe for the sauce they make for the oh. spaghetti. Uh, oh, really? and, and I and I made it, and it's fucking awesome. Like I, I made a killer sauce the other night that I was like super impressed by, um, and uh, my whole family enjoyed it. One of, the, it, one of the special ingredients is really rich, if I if I remember correctly. At the end. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, um, but the the recipe came out great. I didn't use spaghetti. I used uh, rigatoni, but it came out phenomenal. And uh, rigatoni. My wife makes a great. I can't, I can't. 
a great, uh, well, she can make a great spaghetti sauce. <laughs> wow. It's a high, high, she, she, she doesn't like it because it's, it's an all day thing. Oh, yeah. this one definitely wasn't all day. It's you got to you got to cook the sauce. You got to get the Italian minutes. sausage. You got to get the meatballs. You got to get all that stuff. That every and just and she keeps saying, you know, okay, somebody needs to step up to learn how to make it because once she's gone, that so none of the kids have stepped up to learn how to make it. Uh, but it's it's been a, it's been a while. To, usually she she'll make it like we get like four or five meals out of it. Does Jay but, cook at all? Jay cooks, yeah, but he hasn't. Yeah. He's not taking the time to learn it. Hmm. Well, he's got a lot of things going on, you know. It's like a yeah, I get cradle it, song that. with his mom, you know. Cats like I'll get cradle I'll in the soup. I just I watched say, the I, of, uh, I, I, I absolutely love cooking. I absolutely love cooking. Um, I hated cooking as as an occupation. Oh, okay. I could I couldn't do it as an occupation. Yeah, you know, there's 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 actually a, there's a line. Um, that one of the characters states, and I can't remember if it's the first or second season, but she says she loves, she does it for the, the reaction and the, the feeling that she gets when she sees people enjoying the food that she creates and the things that she makes and she sees it on people's faces. I actually love that. Um, but I love doing that for like my family or friends. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll never, I don't think I could ever see myself cooking for, uh, profit like i just i don't think i could do that again it has too yes, many cindy wanted, to do it. cindy wanted to do it she wanted her dream is to have a restaurant like 20 years ago i go most of them fail i go and they're they're oh, made oh. to fail because because you have so much i mean the regulations obviously you have to you know you can't have rats yeah. in the soup and stuff like that um but it's it's so hard to you know to get it off the ground and I mean, I don't know how people well, do it. I, I, you know, it's 18, my, uh, 19 hour days. and Yeah. Um, Seven my, days a week. No, thanks. My son's really taken a liking to, to cooking. And I think it's like there's the scientific experiment of it all. Like you put these ingredients together, you follow this recipe and you get this result. Like I think he enjoys that. But he'll get real critical about like, oh, well, I made this, you know, a little too, you know, so. But, which inter what's interesting though is that like you, you get to a point where like yeah following the recipes is like it's fun you can build this mm -hmm. recipe of, the, of whatever's being made and then you get to a point where you start learning um you know what goes with what and then you start making your own recipes and you think like well, what if i combine this you know this fat with this acid and, and um and, and what flavor combinations can I make with x y and z and how can i pair that then you start getting to like the art of the whole thing um and I, I say that because it's definitely a cool aspect of cooking. It's also fucking expensive. <laughs> like, like if you're not if you're doing it on your own dime, it's like you're you're buying all these proteins, you're buying all like all the ingredients and, and everything. And but it's it, it's hard to do. But once you get into it and you start, there's a, there's a there's a part of it why people like chefs love what they do. Um, it's because they create. And they're not the ones following a recipe. People follow their recipe. But it's like that the whole art of the food that they've been. Well, that's why I don't like those, you know, those, all those, you know, you can order food and they come, you know, the meals right. are in a bag and you, yeah. I don't like, fall, I, I, somebody goes, well, I go, I don't like them because I have to follow the directions, you know, so much of this, so much of this, so much of this. Right. I like to just cook and go, okay, I'm putting this on there, I'm putting this on there. 
Yeah. Yeah. My, my I, I like to do good. it my way. My wife's pretty good at like she'll she'll do a recipe once and then then after <clears> that it's like she makes the changes, you know, and she, you know, right. over time, you're like, oh, okay, you really, really crafted it now, or you really get down to. I'll tell you, man, one, one, the, the thing that's kind of gotten me back into cooking more and more uh, is TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Okay. oh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Like, like TikTok, my, my algorithm has got food in it. <laughs> um, I, I have, I actually have a folder full of like I, I, I manage the my my food folder. I've got sauces and sides. I've got sandwiches. And I have mains. And like every time I, I find something I like, that I see that I'll, I'll save it. And uh, when I'm going to the grocery store, I'm like, let me pick up the ingredients and make that thing that they made. Um, and like just tonight, I made a, a buffalo chicken pita wrap. It was like, you know, like a low a low cal low fat buffalo chicken pita wrap, and it's fucking amazing and simple, super simple ingredients, but um yeah my daughter is starting to get uh, starting to cook a little bit more independently uh, unfortunately <laughs> um uh, the day before we went on vacation i was at work and i got a frantic phone call from my from my wife and my daughter because my wife left the house for a bit leaving emma behind and uh emma wanted to make ramen noodles so she got her package of ramen noodles and set it off and threw in the microwave for five minutes um but she forgot somehow put to put water in it. Oh <laughs> no! Oh no! Ooh. So she had That's five nice. minutes worth of cooked uh, seasoning and ramen that uh, I had to replace my microwave. Um, oh no! Oh wow! It was that bad. Like like once you burn something that badly, it just coats the inside of the entire yeah, entire unit and the fan system. Every time you turn a fan on, it just reeks and reeks and reeks. And there's a big spot on my ceiling I had to clean up to. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, I, but, I live in the 1980s. But she learned house. a lesson. She learned. It's, she learned to, a it's a popcorn ceiling. You can't oh, fucking God, clean them. Oh. Yeah. Fucking bullshit, right? So that was a $500 mistake my daughter made right before vacation. Great. Uh, well, <laughs> she'll never forget that. You know, never forget it. That's, that's a we'll core memory. Pop Robin commercial break. There Wait, what? Oh, okay. I'm being serious? Yeah. Commercial. Uh, so, yes, Randy, she did cook the spice packet. Um, she emptied the spice packet onto the ramen and cooked it with no water, which is probably the biggest no-no. <laughs> I know when I was working at Sony and I was like 19, 20, whatever it was, uh, we didn't have a microwave. But they had a microwave at Sony, and I, I would I went to go heat, heat these cookies up, but it was in aluminum foil. Ooh! I, I didn't know, and all of a sudden I go, I see this. Boom. <laughs> I go, whoops! I go, I guess that was a bad thing. My cookie glass out there busted the microwave. <laughs> I go. So this is when so, when Jack would come in stoned. No, I was. Yeah, man, no, I, I just want some cookies. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Uh, well, I well, I learned from that day on. Not to put aluminum foil in the microwave. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like burned into my brain as a kid. Never put any metals in. Don't. I was like, what's going to happen? Is like a time warp going to? Is Back to the Future going to happen? What's going to happen? Which kind of you know? trips me out, right? Because the new microwave I bought, it's, it's for the uh, the over-the-range microwave, right? Okay. So it mounts at the back and hang it up. Mm. Go up and the ball did you forward. install it? I did, yeah. And um, Good job. the new one comes with a metal rack. That you put inside. Oh, and I'm sitting there. And I'm like, what? 
everything yeah. I've ever learned. This is going against the grain, <laughs> right? Um, and I was reading up about it. Apparently, you can use metal technically. Oh, in the microwave. Does it have to be well, coated or? It's not. It but oh. it rests on plastic. It rests on plastic hooks on the inside of the oh. microwave. So, but if that metal were to touch any other point of the microwave, it would arc. Which is why you think about it, you put a, you put like a fork in there or you put aluminum yeah, foil yeah. like a jack. It's touching the food and it's also once, touching the once, table, mm-hmm. which is I got my or usually something with liquid. You know, like if you put a spoon in water, right. you know, it's like right. it's in a conductive kind of. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah, see, to be fair to me, growing up, we didn't have a dishwasher. Hey, how come we don't have a dishwasher? We have you. That was yeah. a, you know trash compactor or whatever the thing, anything that was. That was modern. We did. We did not have. Plus, our kitchen. Well, my mom still lives it. It's so fucking small. It's the seventies where kitchens. Well, I'm sorry. Well, it was the six, early sixties where kitchens weren't big selling points. For uh, yeah, it wasn't the, the, the focal point of the house. Which no, is, I mean, it, know, it, 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 my room here is probably almost two times bigger than that kitchen. Yeah, all we can see is a girl eating a salad. So, I mean, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Talk See, about she's, a room cr- with a she's, cr- she's crammed in the corner. Yeah, I, I want to be that chair. Well, I, every week I just, I, I just go, I go, I go food, or I go money, I, whatever pops up. That's yeah. what I pick. Yeah, there's there no, you go. There's no science to it. <laughs> Venmo, whatever. It's just hey, scan um, this QR code. Send me so I, d- I, I did something that I usually don't. I went back and listened to some of, of our podcast, the podcast I wasn't on. Um, I guess there was two that I wasn't on. Um, and I had some time, so I was like, oh, I'll check out the implosion. This should be some good laughs. Um, I, Which one was this? The implosion. It was called The Implosion. Oh, we talked about the so I just oh, have one. Shit, the shit, the shit. Yeah, yeah. That's so I just, have, I just have one beef, and it's with Nick, and he's not here. But he read two reviews of indiana jones spoiled the movie on the podcast by the way <laughs> and then just trashed it. it and then he just trashed it he didn't see it he just read two reviews and then spoiled the movie in on the podcast and then trashed it and then i saw it i'm glad that i didn't listen to it you did see it i did see it and i went in with like just you kind of fresh last, you said it last week well he wasn't here i know chris wasn't here but at least you oh, okay. listened to but All right. He, yeah. So I just didn't understand like why he would trash it based on two reviews. Didn't see it. Well, he had been complaining about he's been complaining about it for months though. Sure, yeah. I think it has to do with Kathleen Kennedy, but I just you know, come on, well, just go Matt, see the movie. Tell us what, what did you think? Wait, who? I Kathleen I liked Kennedy? it. I, I had a good time watching it, but yeah. I there were certain things that had I been spoiled on. I don't think I would have I would have been in the moment. Mm, you know it. what I mean? Like there were certain kind of like things that he said on there that I was like, oh, had I known that, I would have I would have already been. You know, I, I probably right. wasn't even listening at that point. So, <laughs> um, so, so yeah, like, there, there, there was one review that I watched um, of someone who had a glowing review of it. Um, and it's it's an individual who I'm told by I've been told by multiple people that I'm kind of a doppelganger for. Oh, uh, do you guys watch Adventure Unknown, or have you ever seen Adventure Unknown on the uh, Discovery Channel? Mm-mm. No. Um, 
So this guy, Josh Gates, he's the host of this Adventure Unknown. He's kind of like a, he's an archaeologist by by trade, and he kind of goes off and does these these really highly produced like, you know, hour long episodes where he goes and investigates some type of hidden treasure somewhere or whatever blah blah. blah. Um, but uh, he he reviewed Indiana Jones, and he was like bursting at the seams in love with the movie, and he thought it. Would, he said, with the exception of the final uh, the final act. That some people huh. kind of were like meh, but like he said, he loved the entirety of the movie. But um, yeah, I was pleasantly, I was pleasantly surprised. Good. So, and I think I think I went into it with kind of like, okay, it's got to be better than the fourth one. Well, you know? and anything's better than the fourth one, right? Um, but I, I guess I guess there were certain things that I was kind of also like, just like I just I didn't want to be spoiled. So all I had seen was the trailer. And my son was actually the one that I think was even more excited to go like, oh, hey, let's go see this. So that was kind of a, a fun uh, thing to, to do with him because my wife and daughter decided to go see The Little Mermaid while we went to see oh, that. How, how's that doing, so, by the way? I have no idea, but my daughter loved it. Fuck you, my Jack. wife, my <laughs> wife was like... My yeah, wife was he does. Like, He's got a big dome, you prick. <laughs> Hey, I'll pull up a picture of him. He's doing a play. Uh, sorry, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, that's Jack. okay. Uh, uh, so my... Josh Gates is this dude. He, he uh, the thing is, I, I kind of do look like him, but at the same time, I, I watched his mannerisms and uh, and oh, Expedition Unknown. Sorry, Expedition Unknown. Expedition. Um, oh, that I, one. I, I've watched like, his <laughs> mannerisms, and I'm like, holy shit, dude! This dude's like me. <laughs> like, <laughs> even. Some of the things he says that kind of blew me away. I was like, "This guy definitely kind of sounds and looks like me." So tell people. Oh, you your fingers. Oh yeah. Okay, I've seen that picture on. on How are you seeing it? I've not seen it. Well, I, I just googled it on. Oh, my own okay. Computer. I see. All right. So. All right. Um, no, I, I I think it came. It's it's on Max right now because I think I had seen that image and I was like, "Oh, that looks interesting." He definitely is dressing the part of Indiana Jones. Yeah. So, you know, I think if you're doing anything archaeological, it's like, well, we got to give you the hat and that way and give you something with cargo. <laughs> so he's actually from Massachusetts and he's not too, he's not he's from a town not too far away from here, which I think is kind of wow. Crazy, like what if what if you have some like shared DNA? Uh, I mean, it could be. <laughs> well, 23 and me, maybe you do. Maybe. But uh it Matt, you were talking about Death Valley last week. How yeah, you went through Death mm-hmm. Valley. You hear, so you hear about the guy that died in Death Valley? No, sixty-five-year-old. Huh? He was driving through. He got two flat tires. Yeah. Even though he had his air conditioning running and he had his windows open, he just died because it was so fucking hot. There was nobody came by, and he was stranded out there. I wonder where he got stranded at. I. I don't know, but I, I just I go because I, I, I mean I yeah, there's there's areas there where you know not a lot of cars go by you know but the park itself um i would think that i mean they get they get tourists and people that i mean because there's you can you can stay at the lodge there there's like a there's like a ranch lodge and then there's an there's an oasis inn um so you can actually like stay within the 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 death valley area so that i I mean there's workers coming yeah, you know, you two flat tires. I mean, the fuck, man, you can't do anything. 
uh, yeah. Well, and I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious as to where where he was at. <coughs> I don't so, remember where it was at. Uh, but I, if you want to go to a place in which there is no one around, that is where you go because there is, like, I mean. There are some roads out there that, yeah, if you get out on them. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> roads. I said that to my kids when we were going to the Grand Canyon. We were like just about a mile away from the Grand Canyon. And I said, I don't know why. I just thought it was kind of funny, you know, thinking like we're going to fly across the Grand Canyon. Oh, you know, I watched the, um, my wife and I watched still the documentary on uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, oh, yeah. is that good? Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucking amazing. Like it's, 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 it's awesome. Sad. What, what's and, it on? Like, Eye opening uh, Apple TV. Apple. Um, like, holy shit. Like it's amazing. Um, they, it, it's produced in a really interesting way in which they, where they'll, he'll be telling a story right about things that are happening in his life and but they'll use clips from his movies hmm. like as he's telling the story like a like a like a scene that would have aligned with what he was talking about and it, and it shows like clips from like you know secret my success doc hollywood you know back to the future all all of his flicks and it's really really well done hmm. um but man i mean be forewarned it's 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 heartbreaking at the same time to see um you know America's like sweetheart of the eighties uh, kind of transition to where he is now physically. Right. Um, but um, yeah, man, it was, it was, it blew me away. Like it, it definitely like, I, I don't think I knew a fraction of what he has gone through in his life and in watching that, that documentary, like I just put it on randomly and while mm-hmm. I, the, I, the night I made the sauce actually from the oh. fucking bear. Um, and my wife and I sat down. We started eating and, and watching the show, and like we watched the whole thing. And, and to get my wife to sit down and watch a show for more than fifteen minutes, it's like it takes like a, been, a, an act of God or, or Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. you know, or, or Ted Lasso. Um, <laughs> and uh, so she said, and she goes, she goes, "I can't believe I just sat and watched this entire thing." I'm like, "Me neither." <laughs> like, it was, but it, it was it was really fucking good, and um, definitely if you have a minute, but don't you need to be in a good mind, a headspace to watch it for sure. Um, but there's a real charming aspect to to the documentary in the sense that um, where he may be deteriorating physically, but his mental game is he's still on it, man. Um, I mean, Mike, I'll find a link for you in just a second. Um, um, he's still on it, uh, and it's um, he he injects the humor in the parts in which you really need him to, you know. Uh, where you you kind of like get lost in the whole idea of of him kind of struggling and everything, and then he'll fucking say something that'll make you laugh, and they're like, okay. He's, well, he, he the amazing he's thing is he's he's kept acting. Yeah, yeah, he was on the he was on the Good Wife. I mean, he's he's done a lot yeah. of stuff. He's on, um, yeah, tons he, of stuff. He, he he came out right away and and said he had it. He was he was young, wasn't he? Like no, he didn't. 40s? He waited. That's that's what I didn't know, Jack. Like he hid it. For a long oh, time. Oh, so he, so he had it before, way before that. He had it when he was filming Back to the Future Three. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. That would yeah. And, and like he he, right? ha- he had it for like 
eight years before he came out publicly and shared. Wow. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know that. It, exactly. So then, so you need to watch this documentary. It's Teen Wolf. Crazy. Does that have Teen Wolf footage too? No, but he did Teen Wolf. At, he filmed Teen Wolf and then went to film Back to the Future, like almost yeah, Teen right Wolf after was that. Really, yeah, Teen Wolf was filmed first. Yeah, and huh. it came I think out the reason, after I think Back the reason, to the Future. I think the reason they pushed it out was because Back to the Future was so popular. They said, "Hey, we got to get this film out." Wait, it's still riding high. Right, right. Diagnosed uh, so at twenty nine, Mike says. He's diagnosed, yeah, he was diagnosed at twenty nine, but he he didn't tell the world until he was on Spin City. Mm, yeah, that's right. The TV series. Spin, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. He did Spin City. Huh. It's so, a shame. I mean, anyway. he's, he's. I think he's my age, right? Sixty. Or is he younger? Well, I, I think at family time. I think we, I thought we were close to the same age. But uh. Well, there's old IMDb. I suppose he's sixty-two. Oh, so he's way older than me. Okay. Really, he's older than you. Yeah, it seems so weird. Like I, I just imagine you being the same time. age as him in the eighties. I'm just like, uh, that is well, like we were close. We were close. Really, I remember my family ties. I go, oh, we're, we're the same age, so huh. close to it. That's it's like it's like Fernando. Always laugh about Fernando Valenzuela. I go at one point I was like <laughs> twenty years younger than him, and then. Another point, I was only like ten years younger than him. I'm not saying he was lying about his age. <laughs> and he ended up marrying uh, one of his co-stars from yeah. Family Ties. Who's yeah. that? Uh, Nancy Poland, or Tracy Poland, yeah. rather. Tracy Poland. They've Tracy, been married yeah. for 40, 35 years. Tracy like Poland. They got married in nineteen eighty-eight. Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. So he, he he got a year got married a year earlier than me. He's just copying me. So, anywho, check it out. You got a minute. Make sure you're in a good headspace before you do. Um, it's definitely hard to watch at certain points, but um, incredibly. Does he? Incredibly does he? Because I I, 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 always told my, I said when I see him, I go, it's got to be exhausting being him. Yeah. Because he can't stop moving. I go, does he do that in his sleep? Does he just keep? You're, you're actually, you're actually, you're verbatim saying things they say in, in this documentary. You should just, just, just watch it. Like. It's it's okay. it's really really that good. Because I sit there and go, God, I just can't imagine this, the constant moving around and and the, yep. and the stuff is just like, because I shake now. I have I can't have a steady. I'm like, because <laughs> my wife calls me shaky. No, you're not doing that. We're not having shaky do it. <laughs> so anyway, hmm. what was that? What was that movie he was in? Um, Michael J. Fox, where he's. Um, Secret of My Success. That's what I was thinking yep. of. Oh yeah. yeah. So mm. he did. He did the one with uh, Sean Penn, where he's uh, in Vietnam. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Serious, serious um, movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. There, there's clips of that movie. They in in the documentary too. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was like a serious role that he took after Back to the Future. Yeah. Came. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, uh, David Spade does a great uh, Michael J. Fox. Casualties yeah, of War. Yeah. He does do a, he, he does that lines from the movie. Yeah, Sarge. Yeah, Sarge. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Casualties of War. Casualties of War. It's it, it's a uh, it's it's not a great movie, but I've seen it. It's better than Biloxi Blues. Blues. 
Biloxi Blues. Oh my I don't know. I I that show forever. Well, I just was trying to like, you know, uh, Matthew Broderick, Michael J. Fox, you know, 80s because Biloxi Blues. Well, Michael J. Fox never killed anyone. Matthew Broderick did. That's true. Uh, that's that's all allegedly true. Uh, well, he did. Well, he got arrested. <laughs> but since he was rich, he was able to walk away from it. Well, I see Bueller. that you rich and white here. Bueller. going on. Bueller. Oh, that's right. You're Ferris Bueller. You can kill anybody you want. It's okay. Have fun. Get drunk. Have at drive it. Drive your car. Run someone over. Mm-hmm. And then you kill them. Uh, and just a TV and stuff like that. Uh, recently, I've been watching Strange New Worlds. It's a Star Trek show on Paramount. So it's cool because it, it focuses on Pike. Who is the captain before Kirk? So he was the one in that chair, right? That, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Beep. Yep. It's from the pilot uh, episode. Um, so yeah. But um, that's been good. It's it's really uh, it's really good. Now with Pike, he the actor couldn't. The actor had another job lined up, right? Is that what it was? What do you mean? Oh, I I'm not sure. Filmed, I don't know the. He, he filmed, I don't know the. The actor films the pilot. Yeah, and they had two, and then they came back with uh, um, what's his name, uh, William Shatner. Right, and I, I think it had something to do with he got another job or something with, with, with where they're waiting, you know, because they film pilots and they have right. to wait for them to be picked up, and it could take a year. It's kind right. of almost like like uh, Tom Selleck. And and, well, and it's Jones. a two part, I think, if I remember correctly. It's been a while since I've seen the the the, the first pilot episode of, of star trek but um but the show is is really cool just because it's like yeah the the starship enterprise never looked this this good you know just like mm-hmm. uh, the way they've done um but the acting and the stories are are a lot of fun and um and it's it's current so they're on they're actually airing season two right now so you don't have to watch previous star trek you can jump into it and it's its um, own storyline. It's its own storyline, yeah. So I've I've been in. Well, it's funny it. the the actor they I, I haven't watched it yet, but the guy they have playing Pike looks like the original Pike. That yeah, is- but they they have a couple characters recast, and I don't want to give away who they've recast. But some of them you're kind of like, yeah, you don't look exactly like this person, but I'll I'll accept it. This is fine, and I kind of yeah. wish star wars was just that ballsy to do it and just to be like fuck it we're gonna just recast luke leia han and just tell the story here you know and, and just keep going you know as opposed to trying to to always digitally de-age and, and make it exactly the same person it's kind of like it's a weird hyper focus fixation when you've got alec guinness who played obi-wan kenobi and ewan mcgregor and do you, you think know, the problem i mean star wars is i mean it's the fans are let's face it the fans are nuts right yeah yeah i mean so i don't mm-hmm. think i don't think so, some of the best and worst fans ever yeah i don't think you can get away with doing it plus it's it's you know people know you know han solo they know luke skywalker they They're know just, I, 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 I i don't i, think, I don't think people i don't think people would accept it you're probably right and it's unfortunate because i think that the way that star trek is 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 doing this and they're they're able to kind of get to some of these really cool stories with these these characters is is a lot of fun and uh and it's it's bold because they're boldly to, going I, so to speak i used to watch the guiding star wars light. is not i used, I used so. to watch the guiding light soap opera back in the mm-hmm. late 70s early 80s 
And what they would do is they would just say, the, you know, the characters, they had the same, the character of the show, but it would be played, this now playing such and such is, and one oh. was Kevin Bacon. Now playing such and such is Kevin Bacon. I'm like, oh, whatever, Kevin Bacon. And then he turned out to be a pretty big star, but it's, it's like, but that, I'm not saying have, that they, the they have a revolving think, door for well, I think like, soap operas you know, have, but... it's, it's a, I just think it, it depends on the show. Sure. It's like, it's like the Fresh Prince when the mom changed. Yeah. You know, they fired. Oh my God. Yeah. Felicia Rashad. No, that's, no, she wasn't on Fresh Prince. She definitely was. She not wasn't Felicia the mom. Rashad. You're, you're, you're thinking of Carl Weathers. No, Felicia Rashad was the replacement mom. The first yeah. mom was the asthma commercial woman. She was on, on Fresh Prince. Felicia Rashad right? was on Bill Cosby. Was on Cosby. Fuck, you're right. Yeah, that's who. Fuck, you're, you're right. You're totally right. Sorry. That's all right. No, but I, I remember she's the, been the, in a lot the, of stuff. The the she's, asthma commercial lady. I mean, she's been oh, in a fuck? a lot of stuff though. Like she never like kind of let. Cosby hold her back like she's well she she did make a bad she did she got away with it but she said something about um she said something about Bill Cosby being like railroader or something like that. it was something like that and people were like going oh but she didn't get canceled I think people mm -hmm. liked her so much they just said oh you know let's let's cut her some slack but uh, she got lucky let's just say because you can't defend Bill Cosby and and that right. uh, yeah of all the you know it's like okay what was you know all the crimes that people have committed? It's like, come on, really, Bill Cosby? I mean, what were you thinking? I'm not. Um, I, I think that there, there's probably something where she sees him as a family member, so she can't see him. Yeah, that's that what way. that's what she says. Yeah, but she's you know she came yeah. out and said it, and she and he cost those those actors a lot of money. Sure did. The residuals like they they. I I don't know if the show is the show even on anymore. I mean, who's going to watch anywhere? it? Who's well, that's what I'm saying, that? though. I'm saying, because, I mean, I watched it when it was on, mm -hmm. and I used to watch the reruns. When I found out about, it, I was like, Ugh. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's awkward now because, like, my grandfather who refused to watch the Cosby Show for other reasons. Now I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so you didn't watch. Yeah. You didn't watch Ice Spy. Well, even a broken clock's right at least once a day. So, was it not? Uh, he was a Robert Culp. I spot was it? I spy. I spy. I spy. Was that? It was him and Robert Culp. They played uh, spies back in the late sixties, maybe early seventies. Yeah, that whole spies genre. You know. You know Robert like... Robert Culp from America's American Hero. Yeah. I met him. Nice guy. Yeah. He didn't get along with the. The guy from the who was uh who was the hero? He didn't get along with him. Uh, hurt William Hurt. What? No, not William Hurt. Cat. Hurt. William Cat. William Cat. K A C T. Wow, you're dropping some three pointers here. Yeah, yeah, weed brain. It works <laughs> in weird ways. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It really does. It does. Like, um, yeah. I can't. I can't. Did anyone find it? Is Bill Cosby? I spy. Come on, someone in the chat. Why? Why? Because now, now, now it's bugging me. I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not even putting that in the notes. Anyway, 
yeah, just a terrible thing that he did. Um, I did want to talk about something. I was watching TikTok today. Oh no! And this this guy has two hundred. This kid has two hundred thousand followers. Yeah. And it said prank customer, mm. and he's walked around this customer saying, "He was here to meet a fourteen year old boy. He was here to meet a fourteen year old boy." And he's following this guy all over the place. He's here to meet a fourteen year old boy, and people. Oh, that's so funny. That's I go. I put on there. I go. I go. If it's not true, this is not funny. You could have got right. the guy killed. I mean, so I, I. It says prank, so I don't know if he if it's true. I mean, if the guy is there to meet a fourteen year old boy, yeah, call him out. I don't care. There's some fucking idiots on TikTok. Yeah, yeah but they yeah. but they, they have so many fucking followers. It's like how yeah. does TikTok? How does TikToks? I because I did I did a thing on on the uh, Larry Nasser the. The guy got stabbed. Oh right! Uh, yeah, yes. I was, was going to say and, like, and, uh, but yeah, and, and they, just... and they 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 blocked they they took took my sound off. I go, the fuck! I got there's people on there saying you fucked all this different. I go, mine mm. got t-. so I put an appeal and they said, oh, was, we're sorry for any inconvenience. It's the algorithm picked up something. I was like going, God, it's very because I'm, I'm very careful what I'm because I already had another video taken off. I'm like, oh, and, no. and yet, and yet, you can stitch. <laughs> the uh the woman freaking out on the plane i did that one i, I mean you can stitch too. that all all day long and it's just like yeah. so well she they can't find her and they can't find the guy in the you think the guy in the green hoodie would have come forward but maybe is it the guy there. in the green hoodie is it really him or is it the guy with the really dark glasses in the back of the plane i thought she was talking to the guy sitting next to her right but she doesn't get out of that aisle, does she? Yeah. She gets out of the same aisle as the guy with the hoodie. Sorry, this is like continuing from last week. We we discussed. The... Uh, Miami Mike says, I Spy was from 1965 to 1968, so Jack might be older than Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randy said, I'm convinced I, I... a lot of videos are staged and fake. Oh, yeah. I For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. But th- those ones do the most. Those have the most. They, they do it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, because they get all the people saying, "Oh, this shit's fake," and the more people that comment, "Oh, this shit's mm-hmm. fake," is the more hey, views they're yeah. going to get. So, it, in fact, in fact, if you want, if you watch YouTube videos on how to be successful, they tell you to do that. They tell you, you know, so this, they, this goes to a, a news article I'd seen about uh, <coughs> io9 and, and Gizmodo using AI um, to generate news articles, and one of them was a how to watch Star Wars in chronological order. And the AI that wrote it got it incorrect, which prompted a lot of people to comment and like and share and like Mm -hmm. comment and comment. And the point of it was the fact that this is is putting out incorrect information and it's getting more attention and more, uh, you know, shares because it is messed up. But it succeeded in doing what they wanted to, which is getting likes and hits and right. you know the advertising. You're talking, so, about, you're talking about the the uh, incorrect article about the cor- correct chronological way to watch Star Wars movies or whatever right. that was was fake or it was it, it was AI written basically. Because I, so. I I was watching something on uh, you've seen those things on YouTube. Where are they now? They show them earlier and then they show. Oh yeah. yeah. I go and I was sitting there and go. Not that person, and so I would put comments yeah. on there. Everyone, yeah. I learned that that they do it intentionally. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they don't they don't care if their integrity integrity is, is yeah because it's all about getting boom boom boom. I but go. you know you know you know what's one of my biggest pet peeves like with all that and, and especially in TikTok is is there's people who have accounts that all they do is post other people's shit. Yep. And don't say anything. So there's this guy I follow. He's kind of annoying, but he's kind of entertaining. And his girlfriend, his girlfriend's really cute, and she has a channel too. But his name's Corey B. He's he he often like cooks things that he sees in recipes on the internet, and he he makes stupid jokes as he does it, like awful punny shit jokes. Um, and, but there, and I realized after watching for like months, I'm sitting there liking and watching uh, his videos that are being posted by a bot. By somebody who probably mm. lives in a different country, not even located in, in anywhere near this dude Corey, and I realized it's not the original. <laughs> like right. he's not stitching him. He's not right. stitching him. He's just recording the video huh. and reposting it. Well, technically, you're not supposed to be able to to do it if it's not. Cha- you have to make it yours because uh, there's that one guy. I don't know if you've seen the videos where he shows like three different like oh my god moments or fails or whatever and he makes facial expressions like that and i like him i think he's funny because he'll go like that and he's got like a million and a half subscribers or, or followers or something like that he's, he, each video hits like a so he's making bank they're not his videos and he doesn't even talk he just goes you know it's just his expressions. Yeah. well some people don't like the expressions i said i like it i think it, it, it you know it adds he, i go plus he has to do it because now the videos are his. He can take, because you'll see on TikTok where someone will take a video from someone where they say something mm-hmm. and then they make fun of them because what they said was stupid. But uh, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. It's allowed, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> My yeah, name Mike asks, uh, Randy, have you been using AI for jokes that you email in or does Ramblecast have an AI Randy? <laughs> <laughs> And Randy says, today a friend of my coworkers told me a dad joke and said I should send it into RCAD. It was so bad that even I wouldn't send it in. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Okay. Well, there, right. there's a dad, there's a dad joke where the two guys, they're sitting on like a dock or something. Have you seen that one? Mm-hmm. Two guys and they go back and forth talking about, uh, they just do dad jokes and hmm. they're like, and they're just, they're funny. I mean, yeah. now I've gotten into watching old poker clips where people are. You know, oh yeah, I watched that like, where Phil Helmuth got roasted. Yeah, him. Uh, that him. Dude. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I am fully fucking addicted to TikTok. I am fully. Addicted. I, I, I have forgot, to. I have I to take. I forgot all take about it. I have to take breaks from it. So just because, yeah, it's easy to it's easy to find yourself in a TikTok hole. And now I'm on TikTok where you get, they, they give you, it's Texas Hold'em. They get, there's like three car, you know, three people, and you have to pick which one's winning. And I go, I go, left. And I've been, I go, see, I won. See, I won. I go, I've been watching this for a fucking half hour. It's nothing, <laughs> it's nothing but just this this girl going, all right, what you, who do you think's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? I, mean, I was watching this one video for like a fucking, and it went down this rabbit hole for like at least an hour. And all it was was just this, like really good music set to a video of this dude that was just sitting there drawing shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, was it? Was he, it now? He hasn't draw, He hasn't done anything new lately, though, has he? No, no. I was not, not not my for you page at least. No, no, I haven't. I haven't done. I'm on. I'm on summertime still. 
So ah. when oh. when my family goes back to school, I'll have a little bit more free time to do it. I have started and recorded one. I even oh, nice. have a song for it. Um, so I already have. I know where the next place. I is will going. say so. when you're when you're high and you're flipping through TikTok, yeah. watching your videos is very very like soothing in a oh. weird way. Where I I I, like, mm. I, st I still say you should do it live because you could make people oh would be God. sending you roses. Yeah, but I, I I can't do it live. Um, I don't think I I don't I need to have you so many. You don't show I need to have face. so many subscribers or likes or something yeah, you, like that. You don't get you don't get your face. So. You just get, you get you you get two balloons. Keep yourself a big <laughs> chest, and I tell you, I tell you, you'll, you'll be you'll be making bank. bank. <laughs> just gonna get just gonna get a prosthetic so that when I'm drawing, there's just these fleshy orbs that are just pushed up against the drawing. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Am I wrong about that? No, you're not right, but you're wrong. I mean, I, I saw Kim Kardashian has 964 million followers. I think it's on, on Man, TikTok or Instagram. I'm I, like going, I, I can't look, I, at, I go, I can't I look at numbers. I don't, I don't you get just, it. You just can't. You just, it's like looking it's in your just, rear mirror. Is Tom Brady banging Kim Kardashian, by the way? These are the rumors um, I've seen. I, she has a, I don't think they are, but who knows? I don't know. She's I, got, she doesn't do it for me. She's got bank. I mean, that's, that's... yeah. Uh, speaking of bank, um, do we have emails? Well, I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> I did want to say I finished the first season of uh... oh, what was that show? I forgot. I forgot show. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, I like that show. Um, let's see. Although I I read two reviews about it, and it and I'm just like, that's yeah. not back it up. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, don't no no don't 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 no 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 watching the office I'm watching like seven episodes a day. You guys you guys really you guys really uh you know went all in on the Titan. Um let me tell you. The Titan all the Titans. Oh yeah I I felt bad afterwards. Felt really dirty, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Where's the fucking Where's the fucking show I was watching? Oh, based on a based on a true story. I gotta tell you, I didn't realize it was. I thought it was gonna be. What's it? What's done. it called? Based on a true story. I, I get the idea, but the title. Look, look, look Luke Stella. We're not doing this. Uh, so, Luke I thought it was gonna be like a. I, Abigail Stella, who's oh. on first? What's up, saying? Gotcha. Anyway, so I thought it was going to be a one and done, and it when it ended, I went, "Oh, so that's the cliffhanger." That was a it's shitty cliffhanger. On a really? True story. Uh, oh, anyway. okay. It's got um, it's got uh, Kaylee yes. Coco. Um, yeah, Coco. Yeah, Coco. And uh, and, and they killed off the best character. That's all I'm saying. Oh. Um, Huh. Maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe the best one to look at. Uh, I mean, what am I doing here? I'm. Hmm. I'm not on that show. <laughs> yeah, there's some. There's some. There's someone on the show who has such a big head. Yeah. That they block all the other uh, people of the show. <laughs> well, usually people with with large heads are more attractive. So usually. Yeah, usually. I don't. I don't. I've never heard that. Uh, let's see. What am I looking they for? Say, What's it? 
What's the what's the email? It sh it should be in your Google. You go to your Gmail like little folder. Gmail.com. It's rcadcast nope. at gmail.com. I did not get the right one. RC Oh, there it is. Found it. I got a lot of emails here. A lot of different oh, things. Oh, okay. I set up a lot of accounts. Just, like just skip the spam show. ones. So no, I, I got a lot of accounts. I can sign up to um, subscribers. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not saying that you should do that. But, uh, no, no, no emails. Okay, well, good. That was chat, really, Jack. really tense and climactic. You need to release a sex tape. So you could be the next Kardashian. Um, I don't think it, it's too late for me on that. Um, Jack sex tape. I'm assuming that he is being pegged in this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, Jackson Glappler says Brad Pitt is filming a new movie about Formula One. I wonder if that's, a, I wonder if that's a, Paul Newman did a movie about that or was it Steve McQueen? I like how Miami Mike is now just saying, based on a true story, is the show. Got it. Thanks for so, keeping up, Miami Mike. Um, yep. But yeah, that's I, I. It was. It's a decent show, but it's almost like Murders in the Building, but it has a different twist. They're working with the murderer mm. to start to start a podcast. Okay. Huh. And then they get can't. It's a, yeah. It's, I wonder when season old. three starts. So. Murders in the building. Oh, I bet you're talking. I bet you're making another fucking joke. No, no, I was. I was just wondering. So, what does Matt dream about at night? Well, <coughs> when I close my, I dream. I think. About I you. think. I think we can. We can save that for another because I have a lot of dreams. So I. I get some wacky dreams sometimes. I get like my, oh, mine are like motion pictures. It's like. Yeah. It's like I had I had a repeated dream not a repeated dream, but it almost like it was a continuation dream, um, which was weird. Like one night I had one and then the next night I had another. It all involved family members that had passed. So it was it was pretty powerful. So seeing both my grandparents, my mom, my aunt, like it was just like a it was a very yeah. intense, intense experience. But also if you lost someone and you have a dream about them, I also think that it's like a it's like a good thing. It's like a good omen. It's like I don't know. It's like they're trying to tell you something. Or, I don't know. I try not to be sad about it, so I try to. I know. To be, I know. When I, I, when I was a kid, I know I've told this story before. I used to dream about being in a red Volkswagen Bug at night, someone sitting next to me, and I would drive off a bridge into the ocean. And oh wow! I hit the ocean. Before I hit the ocean, I'd jump up. Wow, that's a fear. And I, 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 yeah. I, I had that dream over it, so I never got a red bug. <laughs> no, <laughs> for bug. sure. That's wild. So a red bug goes over the... the um, I, I go over the side of a bridge and go into the ocean. It's not one of those Ted Kennedy things where I, I swim and get saved myself and let the other person die. Yeah. You know, let them die for nine hours and still be elected. I wonder if it's like a past life. Thing. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Oh, uh, Miami Mike. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. August 8th. So, um, Maybe it's a past life me memory or something that you're living through, you know? Yeah, maybe that's how I died in that life. Could be. I don't know. I, don't know. So. I, I haven't had it in years, though. I mean, I, I haven't had it since I was well, probably in my teens. 
send us your dreams and how you think you're going to die to rcadcast at gmail.com. That's our email. Yeah. You can subscribe to the Random or how you Cast want, Or how you want to die. On I'm YouTube. Because certain people have a way they want to die. Don't, don't get too like, I don't, don't want to fucking know how you want to die. <laughs> like, that's just don't, don't get too deep. <laughs> But you want to Jack a red fucking Volkswagen bug like replica? Go ahead, you can send it to our <laughs> box. My, my wife and I argue all the time because I say I'd rather die in my sleep. I don't want to know. She says I wouldn't want to do that. I go. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to wake up next to you, fucking dead. <laughs> well, she she says that now anyway. Oh, okay. And I'm not dead, but she. Goes, I go. I go. Uh, I go. But I, you're afraid of dying. I go. Wouldn't it be better just to go to sleep? And she goes. She'll stop saying that because I'm afraid to go to sleep and I'm afraid I'm going to die. I said, all right. Well, I mean, that would be, I mean, I, that would suck to wake up to someone that was dead. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the drawing that I drew tonight. So it doesn't mean anything, but it's what I doodled while we talked. So nice. Are those it was rocks? Like someone who was uh, yep. swimming under the pier and rocks, it. bubbles, water, landscape. Is that my sun, is that smoke. my Volkswagen bug bubbling? Those are and underwater I, farts. I, I, that. I come to the oh. surface. <laughs> Last time is, we hung out, all four of us, I drew this. That's so. dope. Oh, that's yeah. nice. I think that last one should be Undercover Farts, and I also believe that Undercover Farts should be the episode title. Ooh, Undercover ooh, I'm Farts. that down. Undercover Farts. Uh, uh, my underwater, advice is dying underwater in an orgy doesn't underwater seem that farts. bad. Underwater, underwater farts. farts. Midnight Tennessee. Deep, 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 deep. So, All right. Uh, uh, All right, you Randy, old fart. Uh, uh, um, Jackson Glover's uh, Mission Impossible is coming out. Who's going to see that? Well, yeah, I'll see it at some point. Just like how many fucking Mission That's Impossibles fuck, are there gonna be? Like, can you just? I, I, I honestly don't Poss- remember which one I saw last. That's my problem. I saw no the last. I've I've seen them all. So I'm. I think I think I have. I I, I don't remember. I feel I, like the last friend. one I my saw was like he was he was like on a building, but then I also feel like there's one where he's flying out of a a plane. I don't know. Yeah, I might go back and watch a few of them too. The third one, I just remember really enjoying the twist in that, you know. Twist, twist. And that was the J.J. Abrams one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Protocol? No. Yes. Yeah? That's one where the glass... I thought that was the the fourth one. Is that where the fish tank explodes? I don't even know where that came from. (laughs) Mission Impossible. Randy uh, said he used to dr- he used to dream about fighting the civil war. It was horrific. I'd wake up terrified and sweating. Which Jesus side were you on? Christ. Wow. Huh. Definitely past life. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, calling. as we're closing up the show, I fucking on TikTok learned some shit today um, about Cassius Clay. Who? Cassius Clay? Cassius Clay. Not the one you think of. But oh. the white Cassius Clay, um, who was one of the Bahama original... Lee was Cassius Clay, wasn't he? Yes. So same name. Okay. Um, but this he was pronounced different. He his he was named after a member of the family in which his family was uh, enslaved to, and this individual, the white Cassius Clay or Cassius Clay, however you pronounce it, um, was one of the early abolitionists and he's a complete fucking badass. Uh, So if you have a second to read up on Cassius Clay, the white one, 
he is as badass as Muhammad Ali uh, Can I call was. Yes. Sure, why not? I, I still remember the story of Muhammad Ali. To, when he changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali, he was fighting someone, and the guy, was it, I can't remember who the fighter was, and he kept saying, he kept calling him Cassius Clay. And he just, and Muhammad Ali said, I'd beat it. I'd beat him senseless for a while, but then I'd back off. I go, he go, he go what's my name? Cassius Clay. And then finally got to a point where the guy was so beaten up. He goes, Muhammad Ali. Then he knocked him out. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone could, could hate Muhammad Ali. Like, the guy was so amazing. Let me Sonny see. Thank, thank you, uh, Miami Mike. Yes, it was Sonny Liston. Awesome. All right. Listen. Dead Reckoning is the seventh one, even though it's a part one. Dead Reckoning Part One is the seventh one. Uh, Ghost Pot- Protocol was the fourth one. Rogue Nation, the fifth one, and Mission Impossible Fallout was the uh, sixth one. So, and so our, our show's gonna be pushed. We forgot to talk about the writer strike. I mean, that's writer strike. The actor strike. Right. Mm-hmm. I well, I think you know, and I don't know, but you, you you heard about like some of the the stuff that came out about the fact that they were. The movie, per, per, the studios were basically like, we're just gonna wait until fall until like they like they were kind of like hoping that the they would be, you know, they were trying to wait them out so that they would lose their homes or their mortgages or their their the basically they were kind of waiting out their rentals and stuff <laughs> like they were kind of like trying to crush the will of the the writers. I don't know if you guys read about that or. So, no, I haven't read it. I just saw the there was there was something that came out like that that was their intention. The the you know it was like that that was their plan was basically like to push yeah. them until the. Now I'm wondering about Comic Con. Are the actors so, going to show up for Comic Con? Well, there you go. Because I mean, if the actors are going on strike, but wasn't it with the first or not the first, but the last writer strike? I felt like it was the actors that kind of started to step in and step up, and and side with. Because uh, the office, you know, I remember that Steve Carell sided with the writers, you know, and that was a big, a big deal within the office that that you know they had the pull of Steve to. So anyway, now it goes Because Sherry asked, "Who was the guy who used to do the announcing?" It was Howard Cosell. Howard Cosell, but you love you, you love to hate him. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this All shit right, up. Guys, you go to bed. Let's wrap, let's wrap this up. Uh, we got no emails, but you know what? Thank you to all the listeners out there and those who joined us in the live chat. The chat always so special, which is always special. And now I know how to fucking talk in the chat for the first time in however many hundred and seventy-eight thousand episodes we've done. Um, this is Howard Cosell. This is Howard. Good. I still remember Howard Cosell on Monday Night Football talking about John Lennon being killed. That's when I oh, found yeah. out. Thanks for reminding me. That's when I found out. That's how I found out. So I, I posted in the chat uh, a couple of those TikTok videos that I was referencing. The white Muhammad Ali's most recent one. I also popped in there for Miami Mike the uh, the one I, I got the recipe for the 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 sauce, the family sauce. Check From them out. The very, very good. Randy says the last art, last week's RCAD just came out today. Well, there oh, you go. Right. There you and go. So this one will be this one will come out next week, and we, we're not recording next week. And it's probably going to be about two weeks before we record again, unless Matt wants to run a show because I'm out of town. Cut it out. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to yes, Jackson Waffle. I'm going to San Diego to go to Comic Con. The whale's uh, vagina. 
as yeah. as much as I would love to to host a, a podcast with just me and Chris, you don't. No, I don't want to do that. No, you got to have a, at least a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. gentlemen. That's uh, one way to go out. If, if it was just anyway, the two of us, we probably we, we would just sit there and agree on everything. <laughs> that's why we have Nick. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, can I end this show? I'm. I wish you would. If I was a producer, this, I would have pulled this puppy this girl over has an been hour. Smiling ago. the whole time, though. Give her credit. Um, <laughs> I, I think she. Who's she looking at? <laughs> I don't. I think she's looking at you and your cherry tomato. <laughs> I wanted to call it cherry tomato, but Wait, you know, is she looking at Chris? Underwater farts, it is. Uh, anyway, anyway uh, we thank all our uh, we thank all our patrons. But this time, we're going to thank Eckhart Richter, Glappler, Maggie the Magnificent, Joanne with the Plan, and Ed the Creepy Poopy Letter Carrier. Thanks for what you're doing. Thanks for everyone who joined us in the chat and whoever who listens to us each week. Share this. Share this and and. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're at 114. We've Do been there for a while. So, nice. hasta luego. And goodbye. Goodbye.